Well, I want to do it. No. You can. Just drive up there. <laughs> Stop going to the aquarium. Stop, stop going to the damn aquarium. <laughs> Ditch the kids and go do a swim bourbon at the, Swim the, with the bourbon instead of the fish. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode 136 of The Mashup, the best bourbon conversation you're near all week long. We're your hosts, Anthony, Kenny, and Steven. Hello, Kenny. Hello, Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) Is this just trying to see how you can make me laugh? I don't know why I looked at Stephen when I said hello, Anthony. So, and, and I was looking down, so I had no idea what was going on. And You're playing uh, in your pockets look, for some reason, look I was. Look I had taco my, menu. What are you doing? Had my hand in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say in my pants, I'm in my pocket. <laughs> it's not any better. <laughs> Off the rails. Oh, who is that voice? <laughs> That's familiar voice. I'm Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, in the Steam University. <laughs> Watch yourself over there. And people rub my Starbucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to recover from that. Um, but hey, nice to be back with you, gentlemen. And uh, and we're joined by Jason Hale again. <laughs> Jason from our civic culture. Oh, in the neighborhood. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> They couldn't, Jason, run, they couldn't run me off. I came oh, back for the episode two. <laughs> are, are you happy to be back or sad? Very, to be back? very happy. Got very, stuck. very happy. <laughs> My car's blocked in. It's snowing. I couldn't get out. So episode two, let's go. It's like it's it's the uh, holiday hangover edition. Here we are, one thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So so undoubtedly, uh, you guys. Uh, have just going through the holidays and you get kind of weird guests from family members. So because I have a bourbon podcast, mm. my family knows that and they're always like, Oh, you know, bourbon stuff, bourbon, this bourbon, that. So my brothers and I don't buy things for each other anymore because we're kind of past that phase. Occasionally, if your mood strikes you right, you're like, I'm going to buy something for you. And buy it. well, that happened with my brother this year. He said, I want to buy a couple gifts here and there. So he gave me this gift that I'm holding right here, and I'm going to pass around the table here in a moment. But he said, don't get excited about this. He handed it to me and said, don't get excited. And I said, okay. And I looked at it, and I see this guy in a kilt on the front, and it says, whiskey in a week. Now, this is a mason jar because we don't have any visual here. It's a regular size mason jar, which how big is a mason jar? How many ounces is it? Like 30? 16. 16 ounces? That looks bigger than 16 ounces. It's 17. 17? <laughs> Whatever it is. I'm passing this around the table, and you guys can take a look at it. That but is a very disinterested gentleman on the front. <laughs> it does. It looks like he doesn't give two you-know-whats about anything. I mean, uh, nothing can go wrong. Make your own whiskey Actually, in a week. Actually, that's a large right? mason jar. Yeah, make it your is, own whiskey a in a week. So, so, Jason, do you think you got screwed when you bought this uh, moonshine? <laughs> oh, no, no. That's a great deal. It's like, a, it's clear. Uh, after I swear it. That yeah. is it's a crystal answer. moonshine. <laughs> that probably is a 30 answer. <laughs> they, it might be on the back, tradition like on the meets, bottom. Tradition means new technology. <laughs> right. Age your own whiskey in a week. New technology, some wood chips, and advice some mason jar. There you go. Wood chips, urine, urine, and come on, spit. Oh, I'm looking at the instructions, man. Oh, you got it. So wait, it's just a ball mason jar. That's, that's a good one. So it's know? a nice ball yeah. mason jar, mm-hmm. but this thing actually has a sack of wood chips in it. A sack, okay. So it's a sack of toasted wood chips <laughs> and a mason jar. And I asked my brother, I said, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, 
Listen, he goes, I went to this chariot event in South Carolina, and I'm walking around, and I passed this guy once, and I'm like, what's that guy doing? He goes, then I drank a little bit more, and I came back around. I passed him again and said, okay, what's the deal over here? He goes, so he initially started talking to me like I had no idea what whiskey was, how to make it, nothing. I said, no, 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 I know whiskey, I know bourbon. What is this? And he said, well, if you get white dog or moonshine, and you take mm-hmm. my white oak, because he has a white oak farm, and he's chipped all these things out and toasted this wood. He said, you put it in this mason jar, and you leave it for a week. For one week, you start tasting after day three, and, it, and, it, and you make your own whiskey. Okay? So, so day, day eight is too long, right? I don't know. I think once you get past it. <laughs> start getting real bad notes. And you, notes. Start, you might, might start getting bad notes. So anyway, I thought this was really interesting. Initially, I was kind of like, why would you buy something like this? And now I'm thinking to myself, what do you guys think of it, number one? And then number two, am I going to be able to age my own whiskey in this jar and fool you guys? I like to know what kind of notes and stuff you can get from the glass bottle <laughs> as it sits there for the week. <laughs> well, because you have the wood chips inside the glass bottle, it doesn't matter that it's oh. in a barrel. See, we don't call this bourbon. We Did call it buy, make whiskey in a week. Did you buy any white dog yet? I didn't buy any white dog yet. So okay. if you, so if you guess, my, my, you know, I got some white dog. I got some white dog. So what do you guys see. think of this concept? Come on. I know we're joking around here, but you think this is just a like a joke? Because this guy actually said, my brother, now this is all coming from my brother. He said that this guy is an MIT professor who's doing this for fun on the side. Okay. Well, I know what we're going to do in eight days. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> we're going to review this. I'm going to equate this to my homebrewing knowledge, which is not much. Okay, I'd yeah, say it'll be yeah. just as good as any homebrew that you would have beer-wise. Really? Uh, which is not good. Not good? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, would, I would say you would not fool anybody with that blind. Well, <laughs> it is uh, – I mean – you have surface. You have the liquid to surface ratios. Right, I mean, it could like in theory. So seven days with tons of super small wood chips mm-hmm. might be like a I don't know what a year, two years on regular wood. I don't know, but yeah, that's just I, yeah, yeah, no. Well, have you ever have you ever traveled with those? Uh, speaking of gifts, somebody got me one of those little small barrels. Yeah. Right now. Oh yeah, right. there you go. And, and have you it's ever tried liquid to wood ratio? Yeah, but have you ever tried like putting in bourbon into that? And doesn't it leak everywhere. Out? So it doesn't leak. <laughs> but you talk about the angel share; it's gone. Is it gone? Like, yeah. I put my dad got me one actually. He put two fists of four roses in there, and by the time like just standard, and right. by the time I got it. There was like there was like that much in you couldn't even get anything out. Oh, really? Yeah, well, that so much I, is gone. I had no some leak. friends of mine take their moonshine mm-hmm. and put it in a barrel. Gotcha. And they tasted it like you know two weeks later, a month later, and they tasted it. And then one month they said, "I oh, will let it go." And they went to two months. One month was all it needed because it was a really, really, really small barrel. It's okay. all about that liquid to wood ratio. When they experiment with the smaller barrels, some yeah. of the craft distilleries, mm-hmm. they'll do that and think it like it accelerates the aging for you know what is a year and a half makes it makes it eight years. Or I've something got some moonshine, barrels. bro. If you want to do that, unless you want to try to go buy White Dog from like a distillery. Well, you know, because you. I'm such a BT guy, I was thinking I could go buy some White Dog BT. But if your you moonshine, pick up some of Total Wine. Yeah, if your moonshine's better than that BT White Dog, then uh, maybe I could do that. Yeah, would you say Total Wine? Total Wine has it. Wait a minute, Steven. You know you're an engineer, so you can tell us. Will this work? <laughs> He's looking at me like electrical engineer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see smoke. I see smoke coming from his ears. <laughs> you mean to tell me you don't know about how to make bourbon in a mason jar with wood chips? It wasn't covered in my courses. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in the coursework there. It's before the bourbon boom. 
So yeah, no, I'm excited to try that. And does that even come out of there? Can you get it out of there? I don't know if I can. Jason's right. trying to wrench that uh, wood right out of the jar right now as we're talking. Break something. And uh, if you break anything, you know what? You bought it. So if you break, leave it like that. If you break anything, then uh, you know what? Even though it was a gift to me, I'm, I mean, you. You can see all the wood chips. What do you think? The the, they look good. The wood chips. See look how good? small the wood chips are. Yeah, they're tiny. And it's just like. I mean, if they're, they're toasted, frayed. if they're, they're toasted yeah. just right, yeah. the wood, the the liquid's in there, and it's going to seep back out and whatever. Yeah. Well, I didn't even tell you guys about step two. Do you want to hear what step two is? Drink it. <laughs> After you drink it, okay, you're apparently supposed to be able to put, um, I think, weeded vodka in there and create scotch. Weeded vodka? Yeah, I think step two is putting weeded. I don't know much about vodka, but is that common to have weeded vodka? I think that's what he said. I can't remember. Is that I've never heard of you it. make weeded vodka? I don't know. I thought vodka was potatoes or they can make it with those stuff. But, I mean, potatoes, rice, like the, rice yeah. and potatoes. I don't know. Anyway, there's a step two to this. Hmm. After you make your initial bourbon whiskey, then you um, does it smell toasted wood? This smells not like bourbon. What's what it smell this? like? I can't Mesquite. Like, I can't my finger, but it's something. I know mesquite. what it is, but I can't. Oh, they're smelling the wood chips now. Well, for probably those you think you got a bar- use a barrel and just or is it like. I think he actually is taking like white oak trees on his and property and little. like cutting them down and then charring them up a little bit. So I'm sure there's maybe a little more science to it than I'm presenting, but again, I wasn't at the thing. Is this like uh, a green onion? Is that what you smell? Well, but, or, but the wood wouldn't open. Yeah, but the wood oh, wouldn't open. I thought the wood was oh, open. the wood's not open. <clears throat> Wait a minute. Is that going to ruin the wood if you open it now? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can open the wood if it you might. want. We'll put a rock. No, no, not putting liquid in there would be fine, right? I mean, yeah, it should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to hurt today. <laughs> well, this has gotten a lot more involved than I thought it was going to be, and now we're smelling the wood live on air. Did I just say that? Smelling the wood? You did. No pun intended. Ba-dum-tsh. <laughs> What's the? Bite? I don't know, bro. I get it. I don't know, bro. I gotta smell this too. I don't know, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to get the bag open far enough. What we smelled there is what's in here, hmm. and it smells like a green Some onion, kind of a like, weird something like grass. Like there you go, man. Yeah. Well, he's got a like, like so one of those scotch, sweet, like, like pull peach? the little onion Onions. weeds out. Yeah, the onion weeds. Yep. That's what it is. Not an onion you'd eat at, like the grocery store. Chill, no. Like an onion weed, right? Let's yep. see. Yep, yep, yep. This is like armpit. <laughs> no, it is. It's oh, armpit yeah. onion. Yeah, 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 you know, sure. you're a teenager and wearing deodorant yeah. or something. It's onion. That's, that's exactly what it smells like. Or citra hot beer. So you, know. you guys are crazy. This just smells like toasted American oak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, well numbered. I am a. Uh, it does smell like a garlic onions, like you guys said. Uh, not garlic, just yeah. onions. Just well, you know. Don't don't you bring garlic into this? Hey, <laughs> garlic did nothing to don't you. Don't you tell? <laughs> don't you tell a Greek when he can smell garlic? Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I'm actually wanted to thank my brother and tell him that we are interested. We have to try ex- it. We're excited. Oh, have to t- try it. Totally 100%. trying it. Yeah. And not only am I going to try it, but when you guys are not knowing what's happening, I'm totally going to blind you with blind it. Blind with it. it. <laughs> you said it was an MIT, ex-MIT guy? I don't even think he's ex-MIT. I think he's actually a professor at MIT. Hmm. And he's just, then he's, honestly, yeah. it could be something to it. Right. There could be. Yeah. So well, cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. Whiskey in a week. Uh, we're not, he next didn't week. pay us, but uh, whiskey in a week. We might have whiskey next week. I would recommend getting legit white dog then. Okay. Make it do the real deal, not just test it out f- full thing. Yes. All right, BT, yeah. I'm coming for you. Let's go. Go, go to Buffalo Trace. Go to the website. Facebook. I mean, go to the Facebook page. <laughs> white dog. What does Buffalo Trace have today? <laughs> does Buffalo Trace have weeded white dogs? I want to make me some Wellers. All right. <laughs> so, fellas, this week we got a uh, awesome written review that I believe is one of my favorites. 
Oh, it's one of your favorites. I, I, it's up there. Well, let's have at it here. So we got a five-star review from screen name Loya J. The title of this review is The Love Grows With Each Episode. Ooh. Oh. So the review is the info, the hello, the mellow discourse, and great humor. I've been listening for about a year and love the mashup more and more. A friend and I thought about starting a whiskey podcast in 2021, and I'm glad we didn't because you guys do it way better. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for the reviews and content. Keep it coming from Gerard County. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, that was... Okay, so I was liking the review until the end there. So, Jason, did you hear when these guys I did. tricked me? I did. Um, I like how you pronounce that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I can't help it. You know, I'm just not, I wasn't born and raised here, mm-hmm. and um, I don't still got the pronunciation of things down. And so, Kenny actually wrote on a piece of paper, Garrett County, which I, and he showed it to me. He said, What does that say? And I said, Gerard. <laughs> It is spelled that way. And, and I know, but the two of them, Stephen and Kenny, just they just thunderous uh, roar of laughter. So this this reviewer captured it nicely. We appreciate the review, yeah. even though um, I'm a little bit upset. That's that perfect. You, yeah. That's perfect. Did you always pronounce it Garrett County, Jason? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I figured you did. But I call Versailles Versailles. No, you do? No, no. No, no. Pinky's up. No. I was going to say, here we <laughs> Eastern go. Eastern Kentucky does not have Versailles. Uh, I was going to say, you got the most, you got the, the thickest accent of anybody at the table. I don't so. think I have one. What's that? I don't even think I have one. You don't have one. Mm-mm. That's right. No. I mean, I don't have one either. No, I don't either. <laughs> there you go. So if you like a review, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can mail it to Kenny, and next time we record, we'll give you a shout-out. All right. Mail it to Kenny. <laughs> pigeon. Remember the pigeon carrier. There you go. Remember that episode? Yeah, I do remember that. You tricked me on that too. <laughs> I don't know this one. Uh, that was great. Yeah, we were talking. What were we talking about? Ammunition. And Ammunition. And one of the guys had a picture of a carrier pigeon, pigeon. And, I, and he goes, "You what know why he has that picture of a carrier pigeon?" I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "You didn't know? Like, really convincing." You're like, "Because he's a founder of UPS or whatever." You know yeah. what he said, and he's like, "Really?" I was like, "Really?" You're like, "No, I'm kidding." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kenny's always messing with me. So, gentlemen, for this week, we have a bottle of New Riff High Note Eight Year Barrel Proof Malted Rye Whiskey. Oh yeah, that's a mouthful. I'm not even going to try to um, to say that again. Uh, so the this High Note Barrel Proof Malted Rye Whiskey comes to us from the New Riff Distillery in Newport, Kentucky. The bottle date is 2023. The ABV is 59.1. Proof is 118.2. The mash bill is easy, 100% malted rye. The MSRP on this is $69.99, but I got it from our good friends over at Bluegrass Liquor Box. Go visit them. And I paid about, I think, 85 bucks after tax, which is not bad because that's fair. Georgetown's got the syntax, bro. Yep. Yeah, they got that syntax up there. But, they do. But BK and Allen treat us right. We do some barrel picks with them, and uh, you should definitely go check them out. They still, I think, have a little bit of tiny a bit of the bull, tiny bull, bit of bullet pick still man. there. Yeah. All right, yeah. so timeout. So Georgetown has an extra alcohol test? Yeah, so it was Nicholas. Yeah. Nicholas I, was, I know Nicholas does. Yeah, yeah, Georgetown does, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, so, oh, so, no, 100% malted rye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've done another malted rye, right? Was it, was it 100% malted rye, the other one they did? I'm not sure. Because well, they had the maltster bourbon and a maltster rye both. Yeah, I think that was just malted. I think that was just malted barley that was in those in that mash bill. Gotcha. And so, Mm. gentlemen, all around the table, when you look at this bottle, what's the first thing that jumps out at you? The fact that it's what 
So come on, it's white. new riff. But it's, it's a white label. It's not white and blue instead of black. It's, it's a different riff label. And it's not black. Yeah, it's it's a different label. Oh my gosh, it has a different label. Yeah, yeah sorry. Oh, it's a clear bottle. Yeah, yeah. clear yeah. bottle with a white label. I mean, just that, a subtle difference. Hmm. Just a subtle difference. <laughs> yeah, that is. But they've corrected one of the things that I hate about new riff. And when I say hate it, I hate it and love it. It's a beautiful it, bottle. Wait, I can't tell how yeah. much you drink. It has a tide window. There you go. Tide well, you also couldn't tell how it looks. Like you know, the darker, darker color, whatever. When you're right. looking at them, there's right. a silver grove. It's also a clear bottle with the tan colored label. Is that from New Riff? New Riff silver silver grove from this year. Yeah. They did a lot. I feel like they branched out a lot this year. But what, you guys like that that presentation versus the black bottle, or just in general? I like the uh, yeah. the color palette. I like that. right. I like the the blue and the it's gold. Pretty. And the white. I think it's yeah. pretty. Yeah. Well, I think it looks good. And then the other thing is we nerd out a lot about is the fact that when people do special releases, I've griped about this a lot. They don't change the bottle enough. And it looks the same. So mm, I will yeah. tell you guys, honestly, when I went to Bluegrass Liquor Box, you think I was looking for a new riff, high note, no. 100% malted? No way. Right. That's all I was looking at. But what happened was, is I was getting, I'm trying to remember, I think I was getting a Buzzard's Roost Cigar Rye. Okay. Mm. I had that bottle, walking to the counter, and then BK had this behind the counter. It was on the top shelf. And I went, oh, what's that? And like, oh, a new riff special release. I'm like, oh, okay, can you bring it down? So if I it was look in a bl- at it? And it, which that was in a black bottle, you probably would not even said a word to no. BK. Right, right, right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think that that actually is helping uh, in this particular sense. I would agree with that. I, I would notice this on the shelf or behind the counter either way. It's actually really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it gold. Really I good. think it's like rose gold, right? It looks good. Yeah. Rose. I like it. If you love it so much, Malt, you marry it. Uh, I think it was Stephen. Can you even remember what episode it was that we did a new riff? Uh, I think we just did a regular small batch bourbon, right? It was probably like episode what? Eleven. Just give me eleven. A, it was eleven. Yep. Hmm. Holy cow! So it's been that long since we reviewed any other new riff product. Meanwhile, they've been doing all kind of stuff. So, Jason, what do you know about new riff? So my experience up there, you know, I, I remember when there was no new riff. Um, you know, you had the party source. The guy owned that, of right. course, the store in Newport, Kentucky. And then from there, they had a brewery that they actually started in the back. It was called Eight Ball Brewing. Remember I had that? no idea. No, I didn't know that. Yep. So Eight Ball actually started from the party source in 2013. They closed in 2017. But in that time, in 2014, they won a gold medal at uh, the Great American Beer Fest. Mm. So actually, I apologize, a bronze medal, but still, it was a medal. Hey, it was a bronze gold, medal. it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> Can I first or last? Right? So it was it was an odd take. It was an odd place. And I'd kind of heard they were maybe kind of trying out how to make beer in prep for the distillery because they closed that pretty shortly after or before they opened New Riff. Okay. So my other experience with New Riff is just going up there and having some of the single barrels on site when they made that tasting area there, the tasting bar. Yeah. I've had some pretty decent pours up there at that so nice that's all i got i've driven by new riff a whole bunch i've never actually stopped the distillery and i'm ashamed of that because i do tend to like their products and i drive by it a lot like every single time i take my kids to the newport aquarium <laughs> i drive by new riff and i'm always like there's deliciousness in there and i just i'm pulling the car over next time but what about you kenny any new riff steven any stories of the new riff yeah man Sixty-two thirty-seven, bro Oh, there we go. Okay, six two so. three seven. Do you know about six two three seven? Nope, nope. Uh, six two three seven. Now Jason knows about it because one time he had a chance to taste six two three seven, and I didn't no, tell him no. what it was. 
And it's a blonde's killer, bro. He said he liked it, but then he made fun of me for me saying what I thought it tasted like. <laughs> but I still believe in it. I still have a bottle of it sacked away. Yeah. And did you actually pick that? Yeah, me, Alves, and Jordan. But uh, for Justin's House of Bourbon. But uh, on the nose, that was my winner. And on the palate, that was my initial winner by far. And then once we narrowed it down and reblinded them, they also came on board with it as well. But it was uh, it was mm, delicious. Some picks. So it doesn't taste thing. like normal new riff. It tastes like eight to ten year old bourbon. It's pretty cool. So okay, when you're talking about picks now, um, we've all seen a fair amount of new riff picks for sure. Yeah, and it almost seems like their program recently, and I could be wrong about this, but I'm seeing less stuff, and I don't know if that's because they're offering less, or if people are picking less, or if I'm not paying enough attention, but I kind I of feel the wondered. same way. I feel like I've seen less. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just did they open up the program a lot at the beginning. Now they're pulling back on it. Like I have no idea. Every, nah. Everybody has a new riff pick. Like all the bourbon groups, you'll see that. I mean, right. Cincinnati groups too. I feel like maybe me think maybe they're holding and letting it age a little longer. Maybe I don't know. I got no info. Because all the picks we had at first were four years. Every single pick. Yeah, and there were some bangers in there. Four years. Like I well, like your pick. I like a lot of the picks. I, I've had some good ones up there for yep. sure. Well, what they're doing, though, is there's less picks around here because they're getting more national across the whole United States. Oh, okay. So I mean, that's yeah. all it is. They're just opening to other markets now. Other so markets. Seems so so okay. they move? Do you think they're moving? The, well, they've still had like a the 30% retention rate. So every barrel that they've ever picked, they've kept back, or every run, they've kept back 30%. So they've got a lot of older product now, finally. Um, but now they're just uh, like – I know one local place here in town uh, had like usually got like eleven picks a year, ten mm. picks a year. Yeah, they only got two. Oh wow! Well, there you that's go. But that's because so they have they're taking advantage of the new law they got passed a couple of years ago to where now they can sell their own picks through their distillery. Yeah. So that way, literally anybody that wants to can now go buy a barrel. You don't have to run it through a liquor store. You don't have to run it through somebody that has you know has a an actual uh, license you can, right. you now you pay 15 bucks more a bottle so they they're pocketing that extra money it's not going to a distributor but uh now so that's what they're doing there's so many other people across the whole united states that are now getting picks and they, I, they haven't I, really cut them back i don't think if i remember correctly too you don't have to buy a whole barrel won't they do like a quarter or a half probably and then the rest will go in the gift I'm shop pretty sure yeah, yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure i've seen that there was a fleeting moment steven do you remember this when um we were podcasting with Mossick. Oh, right. And we had talked to Mossick about possibly getting a half or a quarter barrel and doing a mashup pickup there, but it just didn't materialize because we just couldn't figure out we were going to, we were going to split it. I can't remember what we we're going to do, mm -hmm. but we were pretty close to doing something like that. So that rings a bell. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely. But shifting back to this high note malted rye, uh, do we know, I didn't do enough research on this. So they released a six year malted rye. I've wondered if the six-year malted rye at 100 proof is the same stuff as this, only this is eight years old and cast strength. I do, <clears throat> I do not know. Is that the Aristook, the Aristook six-year malted rye? Is that what you're talking about? No, it was just a regular six-year malted rye. It's yeah, got think, a red six on the front. You one of those. You yeah. sold me one of those. Yeah. yeah, and it's really good. I like it a lot. I had, I think I have two or three bottles sacked away of that and a Balboa, mm -hmm. and I actually just opened a Balboa the other day because I do enjoy their rye a lot. I don't um, think that's the one I had right there. No, that's different. That's a that's a special release that you got okay. there, sir. Mm -hmm. um, but they have a regular that I think they try to release like maybe once or twice a year. 
and it's just a regular malted rye with a six oh, on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, and I wonder if that, that's at 100 proof, right? Yes. I yeah. wondered if that's the same stuff as this. I got you. Only this is at cast strength at eight years, two old. years old. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've got that one back there too. I know yeah. what you're talking about. So, Could be for the money they do. It's it's a whole thing. It's like it's readily available, so people pass it over. Like bourbon nerds pass it over because it's readily available. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad for the money, man. What do what did the picks go for? The single barrels, just the regular stuff. You know, I'm not sure anymore. Fifty. Bucks. Well, they used to be fifty. That's what I was they used to be fifty. Yeah. I think they're fifty nine now. Okay. Yeah, they went up so a little bit. I bucks. think it was like forty eight fifty back in the yeah. day, and then I'm sure they've crept up. I remember when we chatted a lot about that and the fact they were doing. Do they do single barrel rye too or not? Yeah. Do. Oh yeah. They do. Yep. Okay. When you go up there, they usually have. Last time I've been, it's probably been a year and a half ago. A year. They did at least four bourbons and four different ryes every time you go. You can get a flight of them, like a half-ounce pour, okay, just to try them. And then they have the bottles there on site for sale if you like those. Nice. So pretty good experience. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to do it. No. You can. Just drive up there. <laughs> stop going to the aquarium. Stop, stop going to the damn aquarium. <laughs> Ditch the kids and go do a swim bourbon pick. The, swim the, with the bourbon instead of the fish. <laughs> Get, your, I like get your Tesla so it can drive itself. So that way you and the kids are go. still safe. There you go. All right. Perfect. Is that is that actually happening? I heard that it doesn't actually work like that. that I would have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. I don't, you know. Got well, to ask Steven. He has one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Do you <laughs> have ahead. a Tesla? No. Oh, okay. If a Tesla is a minivan, then yes. <laughs> Speaking of Tesla, I've been yeah. getting emails lately. I think the Tesla truck is closer to coming out. Yeah. The Cybertruck. Cyber wow. There's been uh, reviews of it. On new, I put uh, my deposit down on one. Could have back in the really? day. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I was oh. one of the first ones to put a deposit on it. So after you sell all of your bourbon, then you'll be able to buy it? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's... Uh, I thought he said, didn't Elon Musk say, though, if they actually hit production with that, it'll bankrupt the company? Like, it's so expensive to make. I don't know. There's something about it. There's a video of it racing a Porsche. I've not seen that one. All right. So, no no joke. It is is the Cybertruck towing a Porsche while next to racing a Porsche, and it beat the freaking Porsche while it's towing a Porsche. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that sounds unbelievable. (laughs) Have you ever ridden in a Tesla? I have not. Mm -mm. I have not. I have. It is quiet. Z- oh, quiet, but also zero to sixty. Nothing. Like there's no resistance. It's straight acceleration. Just gone. It will set you back. Straight yeah. back in the seat. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. My podcast partner Matt has one. Are you serious? He does. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go steal that. He lives mm-hmm. close by me. I mean, did I say that? He probably <laughs> doesn't have any any security at all. I don't. Yeah. Perfect. Well, should we go for our first note? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Is that cinnamon or no? If it is, it's a faint cinnamon. I'm getting a lot of uh, a lot of fruit and but. Um, <laughs> I agree, a lot of fruit, but no butt, no butt, <laughs> uh, no butt. Right. The butt that I had was when I was nosing this. Uh, a little bit of the ethanol got like crept over to my right yeah. eye, so that just shows you it's coming out of the glass. <laughs> I nearly cried there for a second, and it hit me pretty strong. So there's a fair amount of ethanol on the nose. I get a little bit like a medicinal note on the nose. Um, I don't really know how else to describe that. Just having like a liquid antibiotic and taking a little little nose of that kind of gives it to me. Yep. Um, and a little bit. Maybe of, apple-y. I can see a little apple there, right. too. Maybe apple instead of cinnamon. I was like, when I smell like I apple cinnamon, pie, I think but, apple cinnamon. Maybe it's just apple. So I think I'm going to go into new territory based on what you guys are saying, which is we usually say medicinal cherry, but I'm going to say medicinal orchard. Okay. Medicinal orchard. I, was, I thought you were going to say medicinal medi- apple. Medi- medicinal apple. That's what I thought you were going to say, but orchard's good. Is there a medicinal apple? We can probably say there's some kind of fruity apple drink that uh, is medicinally. I've never had that, but possibly. Well, now you're having it. Um, 
<laughs> medicinal apples. This is great medicinal apple. Look at oh, the medicinal apple is just killing me. You need to trademark that. There you go. That's on a flavor wheel, sir. I would guarantee it's one of the 233 <laughs> Woodford, Woodford notes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if aged Parmesan's on there, then definitely, yeah. 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 definitely mm-hmm. medicinal apples on there. <laughs> I just laughed and blew friggin' uh, bourbon in my eyes. That's ethanol. It's very strong there. It is. There you go. Oh. So two of them have got stuff in their eyes. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Be careful, Jason. There's a lot of ethanol in the eye. I I'm, I'm, I'm ducking down. I'm ducking down. <laughs> <laughs> no black couches were harmed in the making of this. <laughs> you guys. As we are nosing, I have to bring up the fact that New Riff, as you guys know, started with OKI Juice. Um, that was the MGP that they had under their label, OKI, which is very famous in the bourbon community and beyond because it's good stuff. But one of the main things I appreciate about them is they have not sold out. And I can't imagine that with all they do that they haven't been approached about being bought out. I mean, pure speculation. There's never been any rumors that they're going to get bought out. But I appreciate that. For a small distillery, starting from the party source, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and watching all the other startups, quote unquote, <laughs> get bought up, Wilderness Trail, Blue Run, Penelope, let's keep going down the list. Um, was it? Isn't Green River and they get bought too? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's just getting bought up. Then Bardstown by them, right? Yep. I wonder. And, I wonder if it's that nobody's ever approached them. You think? I would think somebody would approach. Man, it's them. hard to believe somebody came knocking with that kind of money. You, would, you wouldn't take at least a minority or a majority share. Give it to them. Stay on as a they're really prideful of what they do, though. <clears throat> Yeah. Like, they're really prideful about it. I am, too. But if you come with me with a $500 million check. <laughs> Jason's selling out. I'm Jason's selling, selling out. I'm selling out. Yeah. Hey, are you starting your own brewery? or uh, I will. If you if you get somebody to buy me. <laughs> yeah, <I'm gonna> go. <laughs> this episode of Pass, Try, or Sell. <laughs> Jason is a sell. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it really is interesting to me that they – Maybe you know what they don't have a big capacity up there, do they? They don't they actually. They couldn't. They, couldn't. they can't. Well, they have a second uh, storage place. They down. have huge storage on, on closer yeah. to the river. Well, yeah. I guess river. Yeah, down that way. Okay. No, man. But think about this. Think about how, although it tastes a little green, it but does. it's only four to five, four and a half years old. But think about how good the flavors you get at four and a half years old. Totally agree. I bet they're. I bet in their mindset, they're be like once they hit this eight to ten to twelve year point, money. I bet they're going to be. Telling the big, uh, the big bad boys, the long time, you know, distillery. I, I bet they're gonna give them a freaking run, dude. Like legit a run that, like the actual heritage brands. I bet they really do, man. You look at your big distilleries, though. Like there's a story behind them. You have the campus at Willet. You know the story mm-hmm. there. You have the Wild Turkey Heritage, like, and yeah. the gift shop that the gift center that's never been open for more than like a month because it's fallen down evidently. Yeah. <laughs> you got Four Roses have the Spanish. I don't know why. But, you know, I mean, they're all very picturesque. Mm-hmm. And New Riff is just sitting in the parking lot of the party source. Yeah. Which is kind of odd. So I feel like it's hard to make it. I don't know. It might be a hard sale. I mean, just thinking of it from that perspective. But let's say for. But it's good. For $59. Oh, yeah. Just the way their younger stuff tastes. Let's say they go $89 on an 8 to 10 year. 
and that's and that's rivaling the taste of a two hundred and fifty dollar Parker's. And it's available, or a Willie. And it's available. And it's available. Yeah. Or it's or it's rivaling the pri- or it's rivaling the taste of a four hundred and fifty dollar Willet. Yep. And they're only at eighty nine 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 dollars. That's my. That's why they might also I mean, be, be like. I'll be honest with you. Give away my review a little bit. I think this rivals some of the the Willet rise I've tried lately. Nice. Like the Star oh. Picks. So I mean, it wasn't like I was a great fan of those, but I think right. this is up there mm-hmm. up there with them. Shoot fire. Yeah. Man, can we taste them now, guys? Oh, sorry. Stop talking. Let's, Let's go, go for a first taste. Go for a taste. Okay, maybe, yeah, maybe I did. I'm All right. excited. All right. Because the nose has got me excited to taste it. Mm-hmm. All right. Fruit rye. When I say fruit rye, you get rye spice. You get rye notes on the back mm-hmm. palate. But up front, citrusy. Um, I get the orchard like you were saying earlier. Yeah. 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 The malted rye is so nice. It's like <clears throat> so, you get a little bit of the spice there. Yeah. It's just, it's just so not not delicate. Yeah, but it's a night. It's a very balanced drink, right? Do you, do you know the difference? I don't between like the malted rye and just the rye. Like what's so? I wish that I were more of an expert on grains um, and knowing what that means. I think it kind of means like it doesn't it partly like sprout out or something. Is that malted or maybe I'm wrong on that? I don't. I think there's an actual way that they actually ferment the grains. Is that what they do? I think they ferment the grains. Sure. When you malt a grain, you alter and arguably improve and refine its flavor. Okay. Wow. Per per new riff. Okay. Oh, the source. Oh, the, the party source. Party. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, um, what I'm tasting is okay. So it's a little bit one dimensional, and when I say it's one dimensional, I mean is. like from start to finish of the drink, it doesn't change a whole lot. But I agree with you. You said something really profound a second ago, which oh, was shit. Oh, back, shit. Pardon, yeah. back that up. Back pardon, that up. pardon me. <laughs> um, when you said it rivals some of the Willet Rise you've tasted, lately. oh, I think it does. Yeah. So interestingly enough, Kenny, um, do you remember when Mister Ryan was in town, Mister Ryan Lynch? Mm-hmm. Yes. So recently, when this bottle was opened, this was like a week ago, maybe, maybe two weeks ago, oh, three weeks ago now. Jeez, I can't even keep track of time. So uh, a guy that we know from the the national groups, he's also a podcast listener, so keep listening, sir. Uh, he had brought a nine-year Willet Rye, I think. I think it was a nine-year Willet Rye. And he had just opened it, and I hadn't even told anybody that I brought this bottle. We drank the nine-year Willet Rye, and it was very herbally, very minty. It had a lot of those, like, very strong mint notes to it. Yeah. We all enjoyed it. We all said it was great. And even now, I'm still sitting here and say it's great. Then I opened this mm-hmm. and we all taste it. We're all like, ooh. So I've talked about herbal versus fruity rice and minty versus spicy and everything else. And this is more the profile of a rye that I like. Yeah, I prefer so non-minty. That was a long-winded way to say it, but. No, no. <laughs> I prefer the non-minty rice. I, yeah. I love that flavor coming through. And this yeah. does not have that. I got you. All right, so real quick, uh, rye malt is made of a similar malting process to malted barley. So short steeping time as the grain absorbs moisture at the quicker rate to allow for the best germination conditions. There you go. It's a full sentence. Um, (laughs) But this is like literally nothing like a 95.5 MGP rye with dill pickle and all that stuff. Yeah. This is way more bourbon-esque type of Very, spices. and This yeah. would be that bridge. Somebody going over yeah. from bourbon doesn't like her eye. This yeah. is the bridge to get you there for sure. Well, so if you uh, a few episodes ago, we mm-hmm. did the um, – um, 
Was it a rye? <laughs> Steven? <laughs> no, I had too much to drink already. I can't remember. <laughs> no. We did, we went, it was the bottle that Julius gave me. Oh, the Ezra rye. The Ezra. So the Ezra was, um, that was like the Great Bridge as well. It was, okay. uh, yeah, so something like this or that, just that Great Bridge for that person. Yeah. I, right. I appreciate rye rye's, but I mean, again, I think it's perfect for this one. It's the bridge. Um, it's definitely more bourbon than some of those, those herby, more, herb, more herbal. Wow. Herbal. Herby. 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 Love, love bug or something yeah. like that, I think. Something like that. Yeah, this is not the lunch meat sandwich juice. This is not the dill pickle. No. This is. Yeah. And I don't get any mint, which is good for me. Huh. That's an awful. <laughs> Awful description. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. true. Once lunch you have meat juice, oh yeah, yeah. Once you have, oh, that, once you have those, yeah, you'll know, you'll know what's yes. up. The lunch, lunch meat juice, hot dog yeah. flavored water, hot juice. Juice. Yes. I mean, Come on now, pastrami <laughs> juice, <laughs> yeah. hot dog juice, all that, man. Uh, on some oh, yeah. of those rice. Oh, yeah, it's there. <laughs> now that you've absolutely disgusted Steve. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why some people say when they don't like rice, they've had that kind of rice first or only or whatever. Yeah, no, and there's a place to appreciate those too, but it's just it's a different animal. It's not this table. Oh, sorry. So, Anthony, think about red breast 27 it's 50 percent rye i mean barley and 50 percent malted barley right so this is just malted rye instead that's, that's pretty right. easy. so the malt man that malt's got some stuff to do with it bro mm. i think so mm. whatever process it is that you just talked about germinations i like, I like it i like it mm. it is good this is not bad yeah. no. do that do it all right just where it's fresh crack yeah we're close to fresh crack it's been less than a week right Tobin says last Wednesday. I, it drinks so much better. Take these broken wings and learn to fly again. That is not a Christmas song. Learn to live so free. <laughs> See, there you go. Is that who sings that? Is that a Mister Mister? I don't know. Mister Misty. You're a Mister Misty. So, gentlemen's. Ooh, that is nice. That, you know what it does? This evens the alcohol out. Yeah, it, it makes it a little more ethanol. delicate. It these, like whips all the alcohol out of the glass and makes it more delicate. Mm-hmm. Well, fellas, on on all that hot dog water, um, would you pass, try, or buy on the New Riff High Note Eight Year Barrel Proof Malted Rye Whiskey? And how much was it, Anthony? It was seventy dollars. Uh, so seventy. 70 yeah. Okay. And then, but he paid about eighty five with the syntax stuff. Yeah. And you guys are uh, one of you all got to go first because I went first last week. Sure. I'll go first. Oh, the guest, the guest goes first. I ain't scared. There you go. <laughs> Uh, like bone crusher <laughs> attention never scared buddy. there you go um so looking at this you know if I, my memory is correct which it probably is not if you buy a new riff i want to say the rise is more expensive so regular new riffs 55 to 60 the rise probably what 60 65 um so yeah, yeah. Bowl rise yeah, and other stuff yeah, a little yeah. bit more expensive yeah. so yeah. this is roughly five dollars more than that i'm gonna buy at that if you can get this if i can get this for msrp or within you know five to ten dollars of that what you got it for i'm gonna buy Okay, it's good. I think this has been a solid pour and nosing, and I think um, we use the aerator to air it out. So as time goes on, it's really going to make it a delicate drink um, and even out uh, later on in the bottle. So I think for the price, it's an easy buy. Oh, we got two buys. Kenny, would you like me to do this, or would you like to do it? Um, I'm, I'll go for I'll go next. All right. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, if this was like a $99 bottle, mm-hmm. I would you know, have to think about it more, but at 70 bucks, I mean, to me, it's a buy all day. Uh, like, like Jason said, it's definitely a good segue for someone that is not sure about rise. Yeah. It definitely, you can, you can taste it has a, it, it tastes like rye, but mm-hmm. it's not 
that dill, whatever rye. So it's pastrami um, juice. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> it is though. I know. I just, I just mess with it. It is yeah. not. That's yeah. Lunch meat. Lunch meat juice. No, I'm, juice, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say my vintage. I'm just messing yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. But not juve of bourbon. It's good. Um, <laughs> I did not do the frother to aerate it, mm. but I'll trust both of you two on that. So um, this has been open less than seven days. Yep. So yeah, if. You, like with y'all aerating it and saying how much better it is, I can't imagine it's thirty or forty five days from now. So I mean, I'm I'm, I'm also a buy for sure. And I'm not going to surprise anybody here, but I'm going to borrow from from what you have all said. The one thing that I think I want to start with is what Steven said. The first and only criticism I had of this was that out of the glass, just sit let it sit there. The ethanol does hit you a little bit, and that might turn some people off, especially people like, for example, I was texting with my uncle earlier, and he said. I like 90 proof bourbon. Now my uncle's a little older, right? Yeah. <laughs> he said, that's my speed. He's like, I, I try the high proof stuff. I just can't palate it, whatever. So for most people that are used to drinking new riff, which has a lower barrel entry proof and typically has a little bit lower proof in general, this might shock them a little bit, but you let it even out. And then you got the flavors that aren't traditional, like minty, herbly rye. You're not mm-hmm. going to get those things that you guys talked about in more fruit forward kind of stuff. And the price, I mean, I'm a clean sweep here. It's going to be a buy because it's going to be something that it gets better, I think, with time and also hits a lot of notes, especially how New Roof is priced and for the age of it and everything. Absolutely. I actually could see bourbon drinkers liking a 100-proof malted. I mean, 100-proof. I could actually see bourbon drinkers liking a 100% malted rye, which is kind of crazy because I actually think that, and maybe you guys want to keep talking here. I'm a buy for sure, but... I think rye as a category might be getting a little bit played out. What I mean by that is like enough people have tried it, enough people are entering the category, and I'm not quite sure how people feel about it. <laughs> I still don't know how they feel about it. I've always said that. I like rye, but I know a lot of people don't. And um, this is one that they're going to like. It's surprisingly strong opinions on rye. <clears throat> a lot of the guys I know really really like bourbon. I trust their palates. They don't like they don't like rye at all, which is wow. kind of surprising. To I me. love rye. So I do too. I do yeah. too. I appreciate yeah. them, even when I didn't, you know, love them. I appreciated them. So this is one of the releases too. I never really heard about. I, I didn't know about this release at all. I didn't see any fanfare, no email from them, anything. Did you? Right. No, nothing. And the weird thing is, is when I found press release online, it was from like October twenty third, twenty late late October, okay. early November. So, I mean, it's just it's just. We're just at the end of December here, so it's not like there's a massive lag time. But still, um, still yeah, didn't hear anything well, about it. Release, it's I got out. an email Did on you? this, but me just skimming, I just saw 100% malted, and then I just stopped and deleted the email. <laughs> <laughs> because I was thinking malted barley, like all this newer, and, and I'm a malted barley guy. Mm-hmm. But the last three special releases of new riff that I've had, they were not good. They were okay. horribly disgusting, like bad. Like they yeah. did a blue corn or something and some yellow and it's some other stuff. It was so bad. So I just deleted that email and didn't go for that. But um, I, I'm going to go ahead and probably, probably grab a bottle, man. There you go. Yeah, it's very good. And like I said, at 118 proof, they do a lot of bottom and bottom bond yep, stuff at 100 proof. proof. Some of the single barrels are 105 to 110 proof. So you could add a drop or two of water to that too and just mellow it out a little mm-hmm. bit. Well, having liked the uh, malted rye, uh, Balboa rye, the two mainstream sort of releases that they have, um, and other things that they're offering, like it's kind of a home run to me. Like, I'm, yeah, a Balboa I'm, rye is money. Oh yeah, yeah. 
It's especially money around the and holidays. And that six year you're talking about now, I remember that bottle. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I've got, I got one of those over there as well. Oh, yeah. Those are those are great, and I hope they make this mainstream too. And I'm really excited to see what New Riff has in store for the future. And they hit that eight, nine, ten year bourbon. I bet they're going to do some stuff, I'd like man. like to see it too. Yeah. Watch out! <laughs> and with that, thanks for listening to this week's edition. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Mashup KY. Don't forget to visit our partner, bourbonoutfitter.com. Enter code The Mashup for a special discount. Also, let us know your thoughts on this bottle in the comment section. Until next time, keep it neat. 